Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Lively Latin, or my title, I really wanted to give it was Latin, love it or lose it. But anyway, uh, either title goes. And my name is Gary Legates, and some of you know me, but some of you don't. So I thought I would at least introduce myself to you uh, so that you would know, uh, you know, you're not learning from a fake or something. Um, I live in Maryland, and I uh, started taking Latin in ninth grade, fell in love with it, took it through high school, went to Western Maryland College, which is now McDaniel College. I was the last Latin major to graduate from that college. And then I went to Penn State, got a master's degree in classics, that is in Latin and Greek. Um, then I finally got a job teaching in a public school and taught at Westminster High School here in Maryland for 30 years, teaching Latin and French and once in a while classical Greek and had a great career. And then I've also taught some homeschool over the years. I've taught Sunday school. I've taught a lot of different things. But what I really wanted to do in this course is, you know, it, there's no way I can teach you a lot of Latin in this course because we don't have a book and we don't have a lot of things we could have. But what I would like to do is at least introduce you to Latin and show you what it's like and how it works and uh, give you an idea of why it's so helpful to people in English and so forth. Uh, and what I thought we'd do today, I thought today we'd spend the day on how much Latin do you already know? Because you guys know a lot more Latin than you think you know. And Latin is all around you, but unless you know it, you might not realize it. And so that's what I thought we would do today. Also, at the end of each class, I would like to teach you a little bit of mythology. Uh, mythology is something that I think most people enjoy. Um, However, y'all don't know it very well on playtime. If any of you ever go into playtime on Friday nights, one of the categories that people seem to do the worst in is mythology. In fact, one week I felt really sorry. There was a girl named Sarah. Uh, and the question was, who is the messenger of the gods? And she answered the question and she said, Mercury. But that wasn't the answer that whoever was hosting that night had. And so she said, no, that's wrong. And actually, it's right. Mercury or Hermes, you can use either name. And unless you say Greek mythology, you would be right. So she was actually correct. And I, I wanted to try to contact them and tell them that she was right. But I couldn't, you know, with no way I could, you know, get there. So a poor girl probably wonders why in the world she got that wrong. But uh, so we're going to do a little bit of mythology. And we're going to do a lot of Latin. And I thought we'd start right now like this. Every one of you have something in your possession that has Latin on it. Right now, you have something in your possession that has Latin on it, but you might not even know it. Anyone want to, want to give a guess as to what that is? I believe that um, our money has Latin on it. Yes, you're right. The dollar bill. I don't know whether the other money has the same thing or not. I know the dollar bill does. Yes. Carla has her hand up. Mary? I was just going to say the same thing before. Before. Okay, I didn't know. Does anyone happen to know what's on the dollar bill? E pluribus unum. No. Believe it or not, no. That's a good guess, though, because that's the motto of the United States. But no. What is on the Latin dollar bill? On one side of the dollar bill, it says, Novus Ordo Seclorum, which is a quotation from Virgil, which, by the way, has a mistake in it. 
because it should say seculorum, but it says seculorum, S-E-C. Um, but anyway, that quote means a new order of the ages. So, for example, when America was just getting started, they thought of it as a whole new thing. And so they used that quote. So one side of the dollar bill says novus ordo seclorum. The other side says anuit coeptis, which means he said yes, he meaning God, said yes to our beginnings. Like he, he gave us permission to start. He, he was in favor of it. So why is there uh, a mistake on that dollar, dollar bill? Why is, there a mistake there? Why is there a mistake there? Like what happened? What I don't know. It? I honestly do not know. Uh, instead of writing S-A-E-C-L-O-R-U-M, they wrote S-E-C-L-O-R-M-U-M. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why that's a mistake. Now, we just been through a difficult time here in the last year and a half. Why? What has been going on that's made our lives so difficult? The what? Pandemic. The pandemic. Now, pandemic is not Latin, by the way. Pandemic comes from Greek, and it means all people. That is, this, if you have a pandemic, it's something that happens to all people. Thank God it doesn't happen to all people, but that's the idea. It's the same root we get epidemic from, and the same root we get democracy. The dem part means people. The pan part means all. Uh, however, what else might we say? It's a pandemic, but what is it that is causing the trouble with this pandemic? Laura? What's that? Yeah, what's that word? Yeah. yeah, coronavirus. Virus. That's what I wanted to hear. Yes, virus. Okay, in Latin, it's pronounced virus, not virus, but it means poison. Uh, there are about 331 words which come from Latin right into English with no change in spelling, but with a change in pronunciation and with a change sometimes in meaning. Good. The word means poison. And that's where we get the word virus from. Uh, but there are a lot of words like that. For example, on your Zoom, what do we call the part of Zoom that you hear? What do we call that? Audio. Yep, the audio. That's a Latin word. Out in Latin, we say audio, but it means I hear. What do we call the part of Zoom that you see? Video. The video. And in Latin, we say video, but it means I see. Uh, what do you call it in a building? When you want to go outside, what do we call that part of the building? Exit. Yep, exit. Yep. Exit is a Latin word. It means he goes out. If you've ever read Shakespeare, you know in Shakespeare, they, um, they write the word exit uh, when someone goes off stage. They actually write that word. I, was, I remember I was shocked when I first read Shakespeare and saw that Latin in there like that. Uh, what do you call it when you talk about transportation, like getting from place to place? What do we call that? Mass transit. Mass transit. The word transit uh, means uh. he goes across. That is, he grows from one place to another. Um, in Latin, we'd say transit, but it's the same word. I'm just going to read you a few more words that come right from Latin into English with no change in spelling. Abacus, actor, addendum, agenda. Agenda are things which must be done. Uh, what do you call it if you take another name? For example, if I call myself alias. Yep, an alias, that means otherwise. What do you call it if somebody gets killed, but you weren't the one that did it? You're in a different place. Alibi. Alibi, right. Alibi, meaning somewhere else, another place. Um, what do you call a school that you graduated from? Alma mater. Yep, alma mater. Do you know what alma mater means? White mother. 
not white, nurturing. <laughs> Alba, that would be an alba mater. She was a white mother, but no, alma mater, <laughs> a nurturing mother. Okay. Now, likewise, what do you call students who go to a school? Alumni. Yep, alumni. Okay, and wow. and and uh, one one of them. If you're only talking about one student, they're called either an alumnus if they're a guy or an alumna if they're a girl. But all together, they're called the alumni. And the word alumnus means foster child. So the idea is the school is your mother, and you are the school's foster child. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's another Latin phrase used in connection with school when they talk about the law concerning the way uh, students should be considered who are in school. The word is the school is in loco parentis, in mm-hmm. loco parentis, meaning in the place of the parent. Mm-hmm. So the school really does function as your as your foster child. Also, a song, the school's song. The school's song is. Mm-hmm called an alma mater you know Mm. it's like your nourishing mother so the school you might refer to the school as your alma mater you might refer to uh the song that relates to the school as your alma mater and then we have all kind of phrases that go along with school for example when someone graduates and they do really well we say they graduated how very good meaning with praise what if they graduated a little better, a little bit higher than that. Magna cum laude, with great praise. And what if they really did well? Summa cum laude, right, with greatest praise. Okay. Uh, a couple of these other with highest, with highest praise. A couple other words that come right from Latin, believe it or not, animal, area, bonus, campus. Now, a campus is an interesting one. The word campus, campus in Latin means a field. But, of course, we use it to, to describe the ground of a school. Mm-hmm. Census. The Romans were the first people to ever take censuses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we just came out of having a census not long ago. Data. Dictator. Ego. Uh, icon. Icon means an image. Interim. Like in the interim. That's a Latin word. Uh, animus, minimum, medium, maximum, vacuum, uh, statim. Statim means immediately. That's where you get stat and verbatim. Oh, and one other one, veto. Veto mm-hmm. means I forbid. And so when the government vote, when the president uh, gives a veto on something, he's really saying, I forbid you to pass this. Of course, they still can. Anyway, so those are just a few words that come right from Latin into English with no change. Now, there are all kind of Latin phrases like cum laude that come into English. And I bet you guys have heard a lot of these. What do you call a committee that's formed to do a certain thing? It's formed to solve a particular problem. Ad hoc. Yep. Ad hoc committee. Some people pronounce it ad hoc. Ad hoc. Uh, It means for this. What do you call it if you were to say, I hate Latin because Legates is stupid? <laughs> what if you said that about me? I hate Latin because Legates is stupid. What kind of argument is that? Ad hominem. Ad hominem. An ad hominem argument, meaning you're attacking the man instead of the subject. Hmm. Uh, and so that's one. What do you say if I'm, I'm doggone sick of hearing about a particular subject? I've heard about this subject. 
Ad nauseum. Ad meaning to the point of nauseation, to the point of being sick. Yeah. Um, what do you say if someone does something in good faith? Bona fides. Yes. Bona fide. Uh, bona fide. Uh, or bona fide, we sometimes pronounce it in English, but yes, that's okay. it. Have any of you seen the movie The Dead Poets Society? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's the big phrase they use in that movie? I'm trying <laughs> the big phrase that they use that the guy, the Latin teacher even oh. gets into it at the end. Mm. Carpe diem. Yes. Right. Carpe diem. What does carpe diem mean? It means seize the, the day. Seize the day. Yeah, that's a quotation from the Latin poet Horace, meaning seize the day, make the most of every day. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at some of these. I got a lot of them. Here's another one. What if, what if we wanted to talk about a person who is behind the scenes, but is in is, is the real power behind the scenes. We might say, for example, such and such a person is the deus ex machina behind the drug traffic in New York City. We would mean they're the real person behind pulling the strings. Yeah. A deus ex machina means a god from a machine. And it was a device they used in the Greek theater when they wanted a god to appear. They would suddenly hoist him up on stage. And he would come in and save the day. And now when someone's kind of the power behind something, they might say he's the, he's the deus ex machina. Um, what do you call it? If you're accused of a crime and they throw you in the slammer, you've got a certain right that you can invoke. Does anyone know what that is? Habeas corpus? <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know. Habeas corpus. What? Habeas really? corpus. What does habeas corpus mean? You must have a body in jail. Yep. It, means, it, it means you may have your body, that is, and take it wherever yeah. you want to take it, unless yeah. they accuse you of a crime in a certain amount of time. Oh. Okay. That's what it right. means. Uh, here's one. What do you say to a person if you catch them in the very act of doing something? Like if I caught you with your hand in a cash register, I say, I caught you. How? In flagrante. Yep. In flagrante delicto. Oh, in flagrante delicto. delicto. While the crime is blazing is what wow. that really means. Wow. Um, what do you say if someone dies and we want to remember them? We say we're going to do this. In memoriam. In memoriam. Yep, in yeah. memoriam. Okay. In memory of. Um, what do we say if we want to tell people something is our fault? Mea culpa. Mea culpa. Mea culpa, yeah. What about, do any of you like to read mysteries? If you like to read mysteries, and yeah. what if you yeah. had a mystery in which the burglar would steal the family silverware, but he would also steal the cat at the same time? What will we say? His what? His? Modus operandi. Yep. Yep. Modus operandi, or operandi, meaning method of working. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. His method of working. Uh, and we call it his M.O., his M.O. or his modus operandi. Here's one you might have heard, but you might not have. Non sequitur. You ever heard that? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. It means it does not follow. It means it makes no sense. Like if you were to say, if you were to say something like, uh, I like rain because sun feels so warm. 
it doesn't make too much sense, uh, at least to most people. Right. And so that doesn't right. make sense. A lot of times it's done for humor, for humorous uh -huh. uh, purposes. Um, how do you say every year in Latin or per year, each year? Per annum. Per annum. How do you say per person? Per capita. Per capita. Per capita. Oh, yeah, that's right. Per capita. Per, per capita really means by the heads. By the heads. That's what it really means. What do you call it if you're a man that's working and you get paid a certain amount to live on each day? Like per you're diem. Per diem. A per, per diem. diem. It means by the day. Yep. How do we say by itself? Something by itself or on its own. Ipso facto. Well, okay. you're close. That means by the very fact. But what I was thinking per of was per se. Per uh, se, that's not such a bad thing. Okay. Uh, but you're, they're very close. Uh, what do you call a person who's not pleasing? Um, uh, non grata. Persona non grata. That's it. Persona, persona non, grata. non grata. He's a persona non grata. That's it exactly. And then, of course, we have AM and PM. They're uh, Latin abbreviations. AM stands oh, for ante meridian. Ante meridian and, and post meridian. Post meridian, right? Before noon. That's a good question. Cindy could ask you on playtime. That's the kind of question she might ask you. Yeah, what does yeah. AM and PM mean? Uh, what What is it? Uh, what do you call it if someone is a body is examined after death, after they die? Post mortem. Post mortem. Post mortem after uh -huh. death. Yeah. What do you call it if someone is doing work, but it's done not for being paid, but it's being done for the good of no, the pro bono? Pro bono. Pro bono for good. And similar to pro bono, I don't know why this phrase reminds me of pro bono, is quid pro quo. Quid pro um, quo means something for something. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You give me something, I'll give you something. Quid pro quo. Oh, that's what that means. Okay. Yeah. What do you call it in a meeting if you have enough people to participate to vote on, so you can have a vote? Quorum. And that means of which. That is the number oh. of which are needed so business can be conductive. And then we have two semper phrases. Semper means always. Does anyone know what they are? Semper. Semper fi. Yep. Semper fi, which is semper fidelis, meaning always faithful. And we also have Semper, we have another one. Um, semper. Semper paratus, always prepared. That's the oh. motto of the Coast Guard. Oh. Hey, um, Karen, it's Andrea, and I may have, I got here late, so I apologize for that. I had another pro one. I don't know if you did, if you got this one, pro forma. You can tell no, me. No, but that is a good attorney, one, pro right? forma. What does pro forma mean? It means uh, as usual. Right, that's, that's exactly like a form. Right. If you have yep. to fill out, yeah, yep, yep, that's exactly correct. Yes, and that is a good one, pro forma. Yeah, you can tell my dad's lawyer. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a lawyer. That's a law one for sure. It is. Uh, what do you call it if something is in the, the if something is in the state it's always been in? Um. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, in fact, there was a rock group back in the 60s with the same exact title of its name for its oh, name. Yeah. Status quo. Oh, status oh, quo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, status sure. quo yeah, means okay. the state in which. Uh, okay. And that rock group uh, did a song called Pictures of Matchstick Men. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. And back in the 60s, someone told me that group put that song out in Latin first. But the Latin version was so dirty, they cleaned it up and put it out in English. And I always wanted to see the Latin version because I'd never seen any dirty Latin back in those days. So I was just curious to see what it would say, you know. Um, what's the. Really what you is, shock me. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That was when I was young. Here's a phrase you might have heard. The voice of the people is the voice of God. What's the Latin phrase of that? Do you know? Uh, Vox populi. Yep. Vox populi, vox dei. And that brings up a last Latin phrase. Back in the 60s and maybe 70s, there was a brand of stereo or television or radio that you could get called... Magnavox. 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 Yeah, that's right. Yep. Big voice. And I don't know if that still exists oh, today no. or not. Now, there are also Latin abbreviations, which you see all over the place. And there are often abbreviations of Latin phrases. For example, what does ETC mean? Etc. Etc. Et, et, cetera is what it says in Latin. And yes, so on and so on. Oh. That's what etc. is. What about Something the like abbreviations for before Christ and and in the year of our Lord. Yeah. Now, it always interested me, and I don't know the answer to this. If any of you do, good. Why is it we say B.C.? That's English. But we say A.D., and that's Latin. Anno Domini. And I don't know why that is. Well, uh, I always thought it was... At all. I, was, I always thought it was after... I asked my mom, I remember years ago, being having been raised Catholic... I always thought it was after death. And she said, no, no, no. It doesn't mean after death. I just yeah. that's <laughs> no, it means in the year of our Anno Lord, doesn't it? Anno Domini, yes. In the year of our Lord. That's what it is. Anno but why did they say B.C. and not yeah. Ante Christum or something like that? I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. know. I don't know the answer. I, don't, I always wondered about that, too. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Now, by the way, um, nowadays, they don't use it. They don't like to use it in schools because they like to take God out of schools, but they use BCE and ACE. I still use BC and AD. I'm just a man of the old way, I guess. What is the A what is the E for? I've seen that and I don't know what 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 does that signify? Which which word? The E. The BCE. What is the E? Oh, oh before the common era and after the common era. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Era. Era. Not era. Okay. okay. Era. Yeah. How do you say? You write a letter and you sign your name, and then you want to add something else to your letter. What is that? Postscript. Postscript. Standing for postscriptum. How do we say that is? That is. Yes. It is. I E. I had four years of Latin in school with you, Gary. What's that? I remember all that. This is Jane Corona. Oh, hi, Jane. We you were, know all we this were stuff. I <laughs> class for four years in high school. So. You know all this I stuff, mean, Jane. Miss, yeah. you, had this, you had the same stuff. teacher I had. so you, Yeah, you I know. did. I figured it was going to be you teaching. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what, what about, how do we say, for example? E.G. Yep. Exempli gratia. Exempli. Oh, um, what does N.B. mean? That's another one that you see sometimes. Oh. N.B. I don't know that one. I don't nota, bene. nota bene, meaning note well. That is, pay attention oh. when you oh. see it. 
if uh, if Jane Corona is able to make speeches off the top of her head, which she indeed is able to do, what do we say? She can speak extemporaneous. All right, extemporaneous. Yes, but there's a, there's an abbreviation. Uh, ad lib, ad lib. Yes, ad lib. Ad lib to pleasure. At pleasure, she can do that. Here's one you might not know. What does VS mean? Hmm. Versus? Is it yes. versus? Versus. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Versus. What does CF mean? Here's, here's some you see in books a lot of times. CF. Seen that. Oh, yeah. Compare. Compare. Confair. Yeah, confair is the word. Compare is what it is. Uh, what about at all? You see that on book titles sometimes, like Modern et Physics by Dahl et al. Yes, et al. And others. And others, yeah. What about QV? QV. Quad QV. Yeah. What did you say? Artists. Somebody said it, I think. But what can be seen? Yes, well, QV. which, which see? In other words, if you're in a book and it might give you the title of an article, and then it'll say QV, which C. In other words, look at that article if you want more oh. information. Mm-hmm. And the last one is one that you guys, again, have all, have all had in your possession, but you've never read it, probably. RX. Um, <laughs> yes, it's on a prescription. And it's a, and it's a mistake. It should say rekipe, like take. But it's mm-hmm. a mistake somewhere along the line. Somebody, and we don't know why, wrote RX, and that's what's stuck, and that's what we use today. That's what oh. you see on your prescription. I'll be darned. So it's wrong. Yeah, it's really wrong, but it's, but it's right. I mean, <laughs> another abbreviation you see on prescription is G. Do you know what G means? Gram. Gram? Nope. No. Drops. Guta. Uh, drops. Uh, so many drops. And uh, another one, one you see on your means, prescription. Um, um, PRN is that yeah? PRN, PRN, PRN. I should uh, know. Is that. it that's as needed, but I don't know what it stands for. Two pills, PRN, and it means if as you need needed. as needed. Yeah, as and I don't know what the words are. I can't. I'll find out next week what that is. But yes, you're right. Oh, I'm good. Sorry. We're having it more than one week. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yay. We're going to have this. I was going to say, we're going to have this for at least six weeks, if that's all right. Oh, yes. Yes. And, uh, next week, we'll start working on Latin pronunciation. All right. How to say a little bit of Latin and that exercise kind of thing. exercise every Tuesday at four. What am I going to do? <laughs> What's that? Well, now we were going to say. exercise next Tuesday at four. If this isn't a good time, we can it's maybe change It's not a good time it. for me. Yeah. But, you know, don't change it. Today, oh, it's a good time. It's a good time. Oh. Well, one thing, Jane, they are recording. They are recording this. Oh, good. Well, I and recorded so it, the first half. So it can be recorded. But I just uh, hate not to participate. Yeah. Well, I like you to participate because you, all you those know, four years, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might find it a little boring, but I was going to say, if you've had oh, Latin, yeah. my approach is going to be a little different than what you might have had in school because we don't have a book. We can't use a book. Uh, so I have to come up with a little different way of doing it. So that's so it, it'll be a little different than what you guys have had before. You have had Latin. So. Hey Gary, I have a good Latin phrase for you. Okay. okay. E, e pluribus unum. Okay, thank you. I was going to mention that one in a minute here, but yes, let's talk about that one. What does that phrase mean? Does anyone know? Out of many, one. 
Yep. Out of, yes, out of many, one. And that's the motto of the United States because, you know, out of many different peoples, we have one country. Do you know what that quote was originally used to describe? It was not originally used to describe America. It was used to describe something very different. Well, not very different. The Roman Empire? No. No? Virgil, the poet Virgil, used oh. it to describe a salad, the ingredients in a salad. <laughs> Oh, 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 wow. Really? So that's kind of interesting. Yeah? <laughs> um, now, I'm going to ask you guys some more questions. And these are questions that I used to ask my students in high school uh, the first day of class, just to, just to give them a little fun. So some of it is a little more geared to what you're going to learn than what you're going to learn. But, it's, but they're still good questions. And see if you know the answer. Here they are. If you knew a person with pecuniary difficulties... <laughs> pecuniary difficulties that is that person would have would it be a heart problem a love problem a money problem or a psychological problem money money Money. because the latin word pecunia means money and uh, that i can remember being so excited in 10th grade when i read david copperfield and they were talking about mr mcculber was always having pecuniary difficulty i know what that means i know what that means (laughs) (laughs) all right Here's one Jane will know, but I don't know if the rest of you guys will. But if you're a sports fan, you might. If Uh-oh. your team wins a Pyrrhic victory, it is oh, what yeah. kind? A landslide victory, a decisive victory, a narrow victory, or a costly victory? A costly victory. Yes. Oh. Yes, because Pyrrhus, the general, but, uh, you know, you might think, well, who, that's an old story in Roman history, but it's one that people use. It, you see it sometimes in a, in a sports report or a newspaper article. Pyrrhus was a guy that fought against the Romans and got so badly beaten that he said, if I win another battle like this, because he won, but he got so many men lost, he lost so many men. If I win another victory like this, I'm going to go back to my country all by myself. Uh-huh. Have nobody left. So. Uh-huh. All right, the phrase "weed weeny weedy wiki" means what? No, I love and I, I hate. I came, I saw, I conquered, uh, mm-hmm. with great praise. Or give me my credit card. I came, <laughs> I saw, I conquered. <laughs> yep. I came, I saw, I conquered. Is is exactly right. That's and do you know who said it? Caesar. Julius Caesar. Yep, Julius Caesar said it. Okay. What is that exact phrase again? Uh, weeny v e n i v i d i. V-I-C-I. It's a, it's the most wimpy sounding phrase in the world. Wainy. Yeah, it, really it sounds like I want a hamburger or something, but it means like <laughs> I, I saw it. It'd be a good question. Yes, in playtime, something like that. It, w- it probably would, except they I know they might not know how to pronounce it. They probably say <laughs> That's another story, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yes, it, it it would be a good question to ask. Mm-hmm. Um and by the way, that phrase can be used today if, for example, if Tom Kaufman auditioned for five bands and within a minute got hired by one of them he could say wainy witty wiki i came i saw i conquered like i want i I mean i really knocked him dead i nailed him you know okay latin was spoken by whom Mm -hmm. the romans the The italians the romans well yeah they were italians but especially romans it started in rome and then of course it spread all over italy wasn't all the italians at first all right, here's, right. One, here's a mythology question. The most beautiful woman in the world who caused the Trojan War oh. was Helen of Troy. Helen of Troy. And do you know what they say about her? There's an uh, English her face poem. could launch a thousand ships. That's it. 
the face that launched a thousand ships and toppled sacred ilium. There's a bread song that talks about that. So, which is from Doctor Faustus by Christopher Marlowe, a contemporary of Shakespeare. You're exactly correct. It is. Sorry, I had to show off. I love Faustus. Thank you. No, I want you to show off. Don't let me be the only show off. In here, please. <laughs> no. What's the Latin word via? I mean, what's the English word via, which comes from Latin? What does it mean? Does it mean viable? Does it mean by way of? Does it mean by hit way. the road? Or does by it mean way. by way of? By way of. Right. By you could say I'm of. going to Ocean City via Delaware, not via Baltimore, by the Chesapeake Bay Bridge or whatever. Yeah, by way of. It's also the name of Starbucks Instant Coffee. I don't know why they call it that, but that's what Are it's you called. serious? That's a good point. That's a good point, though. Brand names often come from Latin, and you, if you know Latin, you see that. And that's interesting. I hate instant coffee, so I don't know if I'd like Starbucks or not, but... Uh. Yeah. Okay, tell me which of these guys is a Latin author. Homer, Herodotus, Euripides... Or Virgil? Mm. Virgil. 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 Yeah. Virgil. You know what he wrote? You know the what he wrote? The he wrote Aeneas. Aeneas. He wrote the Aeneas. Yeah, okay. We read that. <laughs> you did indeed. We did. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. Okay, tell me, um, in this English sentence, which word is the direct object? Yeah, we do grammar in Latin. <laughs> uh, in this sentence, I give the book to the girl next to me. Book. What's the yeah, the book is your direct object. That's book. right. Okay. Um, the book, right? Yep. Now, tell me what pronoun to use in these sentences. Should I use I or me? She saw Bill and me. Me, 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 yep, me, me. Because it's a direct I object. Hate people use that wrong. Yep, a lot of people do. Just hate um, it. How about this? Somebody calls on the phone and says, is this Jane? Should she say, yes, it is I, or yes, it is me? I, is it, it is I. I, I. You're right. It, Except it, now, some I. English teachers will tell you that sounds stupid and that modern <laughs> usage says me is fine. But really, um, really incorrect usage, it is I, even though it sounds funny. I use, funny it, a lot because, sort of, I use it a lot because people don't use it so much. And I That's right. I heard a man from ACB. Remember John Taylor from ACB? Mm. I heard him say once he called somebody to give him a job. He <coughs> says, this Joe. And the guy said, it's me. He said he didn't want to hire anybody. Didn't know grammar. Yeah. Or that's <laughs> yeah. He didn't give yeah. him the job. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh, dear. Now, how about this one? Here's one that most people miss. I am the one blank you are looking for. Is it who or whom? I am the one. Yes, it's whom. And I'll teach you later how you can always tell. But a lot of people don't know who or whom. Here's a Beatles song. For years, I thought the Beatles were. Well, I won't tell you that. Here, see, tell me what you think. Nobody knows just blank two. Is it we or us? We. That's we too. too. That's what yeah. the Beatles say. We Is it too. right? Just us two. Yeah. We too. Well, let me tell you. In sixth grade, when that song was out, we learned to use us and we. We had a section in our English book on it. <laughs> and I said, it says in English, take off the rest of the sentence. And if it makes sense, then it's us. And if it doesn't, it's probably we. And I said, you can say, nobody knows just us. And I said, that's right. And I thought I was right. Well, for the longest time, I thought I was right. No. The Beatles know their grammar. Oh, the Beatles oh, took Latin and Greek. Mm -hmm. It's just we too. Here's why. Nobody knows 
just we two know is what it really says. That's right. Oh, okay. So, ah. so it is. Wow. The Beatles were correct. Hmm. Here's one that a lot of people miss. Each of us blank that. Is it each of us know that or knows that? Knows. Knows that. No, I think. It's knows. Here's why. No. What confuses you is it says of us and you start mm -hmm. thinking plural. Plural, but, but it's, it's singular. Knows. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Jane, this, this was not written for you, but it might be true. Jane is smarter than, is it I or me? I. 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 It is I in English. Uh, it is I in English. Uh, Jane is smarter because what it's really that saying I is am. Jane is smarter than I, I am. am. Yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that so you guys you guys know grammar pretty well. Uh, okay, how about this one? Fill in the blank with an appropriate Latin phrase. Some of these we might have done. Something without end is what? Ad infinitum. Ad infinitum. Or you could also say sine fine, either one, ad infinitum or sine fine. How would you say per person? We did that one to see if you remember. Yeah. Per capita. Per, per capita is right. Per capita. How about method of working? And how? And when we did the last one, the current situation. In local parentis. No, that's the place of the parent. Oh, oh. Status, Ooh, quo. In local parentis. status quo. Status quo. Oh. Yeah. Okay, very yeah. good. Uh, let's see what time we got here. We got about 20 minutes. Time. I There's thought I minutes. would. Uh, how many people do we have in this class right now, Dave? Uh, Dave? Um, you have 20. Okay. I won't, 20 take minutes, so I won't take time. I was going to take time and have all of you tell me how much language you've had and whether you've ever had Latin or not, but I'm not going to do that because it, it would take more time. And I would rather keep going with uh, these uh, little phrases. And the, the next uh, set of questions, we used to ask the kids on foreign language week, kids that had no idea about Latin, we would ask them these questions just to show them how much fun Latin could be. Uh, and so some of these you'll know. Which of these famous persons did Mark Antony marry? Or I, I'm not going to tell you which of them. What famous person did Mark Antony marry? Cleopatra. 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 And by the way, what did Cleopatra look like? Do you know? I <laughs> know. You get the impression she was a real pretty woman, right? Yes. She supposedly was a rather large woman. Uh, she supposedly in those days they thought large women was were attractive, and uh, so she was supposed to be pretty good. But of course we they care. We are. <laughs> she wrapped well. I, we I, are I have attractive. Nothing, I have nothing against it, believe me. But anyway, um, they they supposedly uh, wrapped her up in a rug and carried her into Julius Caesar, wrapped in a rug so she could get in to see him. So I imagine that was a pretty heavy carpet to carry in there. <laughs> um, we talked about e pluribus unum. Uh, where could you find some? Oh, never mind. We did that. Um, here we go. What territory did Julius Caesar conquer? And what is this territory today? Gaul. Gaul and France. Right. 
Gaul is he was called Gaul in his day. You yeah. might have heard the famous sentence from Caesar: "All Gaul is divided into three parts." That famous yeah. first sentence: oh, yeah. uh, "Gallia est omnis in partes tres duisa." You may have heard that sentence, but uh, yeah. uh, 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 it nowadays is France, Switzerland, Luxembourg, some of Belgium, maybe. Oh goodness! Whoa. Oh, On wow. what day did Julius Caesar die? I don't mean Friday. Oh, March. The March. 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 Right. And March. what does March. that mean? What does the eyes March 15th? The Romans did not have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. They had three fixed days during the month, and you counted backwards and forwards from those fixed days. Huh. And so it happened to be that the eyes was on the 15th, and that's when he was assassinated. Beware the eyes of March. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What percentage oh. of English vocabulary do you think comes from Latin? I think it's from 60 to 80 percent, depending on how you want to want to think of it. But okay. it can be of helpful. Uh, we talked about Wayne Witty Wiki. Who was the met? Oh, we talked about him earlier. The messenger of God. Uh, who founded Rome? Romulus, Romulus and Remus. Romulus and Remus. Both. 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 Remus and Romulus. Romulus. Both. Romulus. Both of them. Romulus, I guess. Yes, Romulus. Romulus killed Remus right before he founded Rome. Oh, because Remus. Remember, Remus jumped over his little walls that he was building and it made him mad, so he killed him. And uh, then he founded Ooh. Rome. Yeah. What is the Latin wow. word for bathroom? Jane, I uh, bet you I don't even know that. No, I don't know that. <clears throat> uh, it's, I thought uh, I heard somebody say it. Yeah, somebody did. Somebody else said it. Laboratory. Like, laboratory. Laboratory. No. 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 Latrina. That's one word. Okay, you can call it a balini balinium, but you can also call it a latrina. That's why and they call of course, it latrine sometimes. What English word do we get from that? Latrine. Latrine. Yeah. Latrine. Yes. Right. Um, now, here's one that, I've, again, Jane, I, I don't know if you'll know this one. You might. What were Caesar's last words? What were his real At last words? That's what William Shakespeare tells you. Oh, but it's not uh, right. Now, believe me, nobody had a tape recorder back then. Okay, right. But according to uh, uh, Suetonius, his last words were really, or maybe Plutarch. I don't know. His real words were really three uh, three Greek words: kaisu, technon, which means you too, my child. And that's interesting because that means that Brutus could have been Julius Caesar's son. Wow. Oh. And because uh, Julius yeah. Caesar had a love affair with Brutus's mother at one time. Yeah. And so it very well could be that Brutus was his son and Caesar may have known that. And so if his last words were, you too, my child, meaning you're in or this place. A2 too. Brutus. Well, why would he speak in Greek, though? I mean, well, he's because dying. he was dying. He yeah, but Greek, know, remember but the Latin, the Greek, to the, Latin, Greek, Greek to the Romans was like French was to the English. I mean, it was. They oh. knew it. They knew all, all Romans who were educated knew Greek. And he may have oh, said okay. it. He didn't want to come right out and say, you know, you're my son. He wanted to say it in more of a, you know, maybe more of a private way. I don't know. Who knows if he even said that, you know, really? And, and that's a good question. I mean, most of the Romans that heard him say it would have known what it meant. 
why didn't he just say et tu feely, you know, something like that, or I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't know. How many wounds? Now, Jane, you had this in your Latin two book, because oh. I remember, but I doubt you remember it because I didn't remember it if I hadn't looked it up. How many wounds did Caesar receive when he was assassinated? Thirty-one. Twenty-three. <laughs> Twenty-three. Oh. Twenty-three. Wow. And which one was fatal? Brutus. No. Only one wound was fatal, and that was his second wound. Mm. The rest How of them were not. How do you know that? How do you know that? I guess whoever was observing it knew. Oh. It. I mean, I guess they saw where the huh. rest of them were. I don't know. I mean, again, you know, when you when you talk about the ancient Romans and the ancient Greeks, somebody told me it's like looking through a keyhole. You see a certain yes. amount. You see a certain amount of yeah. things, and we know a certain amount. There's a lot of things we don't know, and uh, you know, obviously, if it was no the second wound, though, he was lucky because that probably meant he didn't feel a lot of them. And uh, he may you know not. That, he may not have yeah. felt the rest of them. Yeah. Another so weird may- thing about about G- Julius Caesar's death. Do you know when he fell? Where he fell? No. At the foot of a statue of Pompey the Great. Oh, Ooh. it's kind of in because you know Pompey was his son-in-law and also was his great enemy at the end, and uh, here he falls at the foot of his statue. So even though he had conquered Pompey, uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, okay, here's a question some of you might remember. What does QED mean? <laughs> the abbreviations QED. Quad erat demonstrandum. You're correct. And in what class would you see that written? Geometry. Yes, sir. You're exactly correct. Uh, that was a wow. phrase uh, meaning I have proven what had to be proven. I've proven it. I've, I've done the proof as I should have done. Now, here's one where you get what? Yeah, yes, I think so. Yes. Demonstrandum is the word that which must be shown, that, that which must be illustrated. If you were wearing a kinkture, what would you be wearing? And I'll give you some choices. A necklace, a scarf, a belt, or a shirt? Belt. Yes. Yes. A belt. Because it goes around your weight. Um, Here's a good one. If you're a polyglot, you're also, what, ambidextrous, uh, omniscient, uh, multilingual, or I left one out. Multilingual. Multilingual is right. A polyglot means you know a lot of languages. You know that they have they have polyglot conventions. Yeah, there's somebody that goes to them, and I I don't know quite how it works, but they have conventions for polyglots. Seriously. Seriously. Oh, oh, yep. Well, they could also be multilingual too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they could. Okay. Um, that's another thing I remember being proud of myself. In 10th grade, when the song Hamburg came out by Pro Cole Harum, it oh, says, yeah. you're multilingual business friend. I thought, oh, I know what that means. <laughs> anyway, um, something which is sui generis is what? Of its own kind. Unique, oh, oh unique of its oh, own kind. Yeah. I saw that phrase. Uh, I used to like to read Ellery Queen's Mystery Magazine. And I remember when I was in seventh grade, I saw it. I had no idea what it meant. I just thought it was a cool sounding. Uh, I just thought it was a, a cool sounding phrase. You know, uh, I didn't know what it meant. Uh, okay, now. 
a class, if you were to take a class and that class was somniferous or soporific, what would that class make you want to do? It make you go to sleep. sleep. Yes, put you to sleep. Soporific or somniferous. I hope this class isn't somniferous. No. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah, we like the about, word insomnia means that you can't sleep. That's exactly correct. And that's another uh, one of those words that comes right from Latin. Uh, uh, you know, one of those phrases, that, that's actually a phrase right from Latin, a word right from Latin. Um, okay. Tell me something that the Romans built which is still being used today for its original purpose. A, a gym? No, that's Greek. Um, Appian way? Appian yeah. way. That's, that's true. That's true. But I was the thinking Coliseum? of... Coliseum? No, they're uh, not having gladiatorial combats in no, there. No, I suppose not. <laughs> they are still having events in there, however. So, yeah, that's, so, well, that's what know, I'm more what I was thinking, I that's guess. That's what you meant. That's right. Um aqueducts is what i was thinking of oh, aqueducts okay. and roads okay. you were right okay. about you were right about by the way somebody said a viaduct what uh, is a viaduct hey gary just to give you a heads up you've got 10 minutes okay thank you i'll be ready to switch gears aqueduct and about viaduct a viaduct is a, a viaduct is another word for a for a bridge a viaduct oh, wow. is another way of saying a bridge okay, okay. as an aqueduct is is something that carries water, water. Remind me to tell you a story about aqueducts sometime, and I will. I won't do it right now. Now, I thought we would uh, talk a little bit about mythology here. Ten minutes before the end of each period, I'll either talk about mythology or Roman civilization or something like that. Um, if you guys want to follow me on mythology, mm -hmm. uh, we can use a book for mythology because it's something that's on Bard, and everybody can get it if you want to. And that's the book called Mythology by Edith Hamilton. And you can get it on your Braille reader or you can get it on your talking book. You can play if it. If you have way. a Braille reader, some of us don't. That's yeah. that's true. We're lucky <laughs> yeah. in Maryland. In Maryland, we're lucky we, we have get, them. They're, we they're wonderful. Them I hope you guys get them because they really are we good. Will. We will. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, it's in Bard. And if you want it, I'm going to be, I'm not going to do the whole book in a, we'll probably do a little <laughs> tiny bit of it each week. Uh, and uh, so if you want to follow along in that, you can. And it's a, it's a classic in its own way. But what I thought we would do today is look at some expressions that people use all the time that have to do with mythology. Mm -hmm. And these, these expressions are ones you've heard, but do you know what they mean? For example, here's one. An Achilles heel. Oh, yeah. Somebody oh, it has to do with that guy weakest. Achilles because his heel was weak. So That's it's right. Well, so now his mother, his mother dipped him in the river Styx. And right. wherever the water touched, he was invulnerable, but she held him by right. his heel. So, he, right. so his only woundable spot yeah, is his Achilles heel. And that's where, yeah. uh, that's where uh, Paris yeah. shot an arrow and just killed him, you know, which was yeah. nobody thought you could kill Achilles, but they oh. did. Uh, yeah, so it's your, weak, it's your weak spot. If you have the Midas touch. Everything turns turn stuff to gold. Right. So in other words, you're, you can make money. If you have the Midas touch, you have yeah. a knack of making money. Right. Mm. How about um, to open Pandora's box? Oh, it wasn't really trouble. Box, it was a jar. Oh, trouble. Yeah, That's there's trouble. a there's a little there, Jane. It could have been a jar. Some people say a jar. Some people say a it box. It let out all the bad but, stuff. 
Yeah. Right. So if you open Pandora's box, you you introduce a whole bunch of trouble in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, Nowadays, you introduce a good music service. Well, that's yeah. true. <laughs> that's true, Pandora. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, what about an apple of discord? An apple of what? discord. An apple of discord. I never heard that one. That was the apple that was thrown onto the table that started the Trojan War. You're correct. The goddess, the gods threw an apple. It said, for the most beautiful, out in the middle. And three three goddesses thought they should be the most beautiful. And Paris had to judge that. And Aphrodite offered him a bribe. If you pick me, I'll give you Helen. So he picked her. And that started the Trojan War because he got Helen. That caused the whole thing. So that's... That's right. So it means something that's going to cause a lot of trouble. Uh, you know, you could say, um, I can't think of an example, but something in ACB that's going to start a lot of trouble, that would be an apple of discord. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Here's one, a sop for Cerberus. What? A sop for Cerberus. Jane, you know this one. It Cerberus was something was fed to Cerberus to quiet him. That's exactly right. If you threw him a sop, a sop was like a cake soaked in drug stuff. It would quiet him down, and then you could go into the underworld without him barking at you. So a sop for Cerberus is something you give to keep somebody quiet. Right. Okay. So they won't do their job. It's like a bribe, you almost say. I'm going to offer you a sop for Cerberus. (laughs) Uh, What about in the arms of Morpheus? I was in the arms of Morpheus this morning. Sleeping, yeah. Yeah, sleeping very soundly. I was in the arms of Morpheus this morning as I slept in this morning. Um, (laughs) All right. To work like a Trojan. Work really hard. (laughs) Work really hard. The Trojans worked very hard, but they still got defeated. Uh, (laughs) Beware the Greeks, even when bearing gifts. (laughs) Oh, that was the Trojan Trojan horse. Oh, that's the Trojan horse that started the war. You're right. They were taught uh, the, uh, the Greeks, uh, you know, it, 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 it means be careful of somebody that gives you a gift because that gift might cause you trouble. You know, the Trojan yeah. horse calls the Greek calls Troy to be destroyed. So be careful about uh-huh. where your gifts come from. Hmm. A lotus eater. Um, Is that somebody um, that, that uh, has a, an addiction to, to uh, uh, something? Opium. I can't. Opium. That's it. Yeah. Is it opium? It can be that today. I think that's what it is today. It also can mean anyone who lets something come in the way of their normal life. Like if you if you eat so much that you can't even move, you'd be a lotus eater when it came to food. Because in 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 the Odyssey, remember they came across a people who ate this fruit called the lotus, and that's all they wanted to do, and they wouldn't do anything else. And uh, so a lotus eater is somebody who lets something just get in the way of their entire life. Uh, whatever it might be. It, would be. it would be like an addiction. Yeah, like an addiction. Right. Hydra-headed evils. Uh, this, the, Hydra had several heads. It was, a sna- was it a snake? It was, yes, it was yeah, like it a was snake. a serpent. It was, it was a, a seven-headed serpent, head. serpent yeah. I think. Seven head, but yeah, okay. One head was immortal. In other words, Achilles, uh, Hercules was supposed to kill it. But there was one head that kept growing back. Every time he cut one off, it would grow oh. back. And so that's uh. why they say hydra-headed evils are just evils that keep coming and coming and coming and coming. Can't you, can't, and you can't stop. Uh. That's uh. right. That's right. As wise as Nestor 
as wise as Nestor. Very wise. If you don't know who Nestor, yes, because Nestor was a wise old man in the Iliad oh, and yes. in the Odyssey too. So mm-hmm. we're a wise old man in the in the uh, Iliad and Odyssey, and so as difficult as the judgment of Paris. <laughs> Very. He had to judge between the three goddesses. Right. And in fact, it was such a difficult job for him, for Jupiter, that he refused to do it. He wasn't going to get in trouble. One of them was his wife and two of them were his daughters. He wasn't going to get into that. So he came to Paris. So that's how difficult it was. Yeah. So um, between Scylla and Charybdis. Oh, that was, yeah. It was a monster in the world. We had to go in between. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have a more modern way of saying that today. Rock and a hard place. Yeah, yeah. Hard yeah. between a rock and a hard place. Rock and a hard place. Oh, yeah, rock similar, and a hard place. Right. Uh, y- this guy is a real xenon. Like a Neanderthal? Extraordinary. Extraordinary. No? Uh, uh, no. A real nothing. A real nothing. <laughs> no? Who is xenon? Who was xenon? The head of all the eyes? Is no, no. Jane, you was know who's seen on. What? No. Was he a centaur? No. He was a spy. He was a guy oh. that uh, when they brought, when the Trojan horse was left oh. in Troy, they left a Greek behind him to convince the Trojans to take it into the city. And so he pretends that he's in trouble with the Greeks and got left and he convinces them oh. to take the horse into the city. And so, if you're a Xenon, you're a you're a traitor. Like you're a like Judas. A very, and you're also a very good speaker because you can oh. convince people to do something that's to their harm. <laughs> like I can convince you to do something that's going to hurt you. You know. You've got two minutes, Gary. Okay. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe we'll leave the last couple of these uh, for next week, and I'll just say next week what we're going to do. If you come back, and I hope you all will. Uh, is we're going to learn to pronounce Latin correctly. I will teach you how to say, what is your name? My name is, what is his name? His name is, and we might learn a few Latin, famous Latin sentences. And we're going to learn how to say, how are you? Fine, thank you, and you. And we're going to learn the difference between the Catholic pronunciation of Latin and the Roman pronunciation of Latin. And anything else you guys want to know, you can always ask questions if if something comes up during the week that you think has to do with this, please feel free to ask the question. And we, even if it's off subject, if it's that Latin, we can cover it. You know, like Andrea or somebody's got me going. I'm going to look up PRN because I can't remember what PR. <laughs> so I'm going to look it up. Yes. Um, any this is uh, so much fun. Any other questions? Yeah. Well, I hope so. I, I hope you know. Everybody says Latin's boring. Is anything? Well, I hope not. I hope not. Oh, you I'm did a great job. Great. It's wonderful, Gary. You did a wonderful job. Yeah. Well, thank you. That is how I made my living for 30 years. That is how I made my living for 30 years. So I should be able to do something with it. I know. I know. But uh, I enjoy it. Appreciate you guys coming. And if you think anyone else that you know you know would like it, uh, and I will tell Cindy, I'll write her a note and say, please offer this recording when I send yeah. when the information. I think she can somehow provide this to you guys i don't know how yeah she can get a link from the cloud recording okay so she can do that and some weeks i may have notes we don't really need them this week but next week we may have some notes which i will uh make available to you also (laughs) which she can which she'll make it easier (laughs) 
And that way you won't have to try to write all this stuff down and sell it right. Has left. Right. Thanks, How Gary. much time? Thanks, we about out? Well, thank you. Thank, We're out. Thank you. Thanks. See you guys thank you. later. See you next week. Uh, good job, Gary. Thank you, Gary. It was a great class.